0: Um, our move so far, I think, and I've also included trade people we haven't reached sides as well people we have reached sides, not just the agents. we picked up from other teams of wow, it'll be quite a short conversation um so anything surrounding new players, trades, etc um yeah, we want to hear your thoughts um
1: I think this is is funny this off season's been almost the least exciting Jets offseason for about 10 years, and he could have the biggest domino, the best player of, of Jets history. Um, probably not based on what he's going to do here. But if Aaron Rodgers turns up here, like, we have a, a genuine shot to win something for the first time in, since I've been a Jets fan, for sure. And yet, the rest of the offseason has been incredibly dull. Um... If we get someone like Odell alongside uh, Aaron Rodgers, that would be absurd. You know, we've all been looking over the other side of New York incredibly jealously while this guy's making these ridiculous circus catches and stuff. And if he could play for us alongside Aaron Rodgers, this is a completely different team from watching Zach Wilson capitulating throughout the back half of last year. So, although it's been really uneventful. The next little bit could be the most important part for all of our times being Jets fans, especially over the last few years. Concept. Yeah,
2: no, I'll just jump in, here. Sorry, I wanna dump in buff on the way was the word. Sorry if my uh sound really poor. Cool. But um uh, I completely with you, there, Rob. And um more than anything, it feels like all we're talking about is wide receivers. Like yesterday especially like bringing in wide receivers, trading wide receivers, um, I think the wide receiver bets and now than it was before. But I'd like to hear where everyone thinks on tonight's Law Train because it kind of doesn't sit well. I know he had a very bad attitude to He was a special character, but he was very talented. I don't think we got that much for him, considering he's on a rookie deal. Um, I love to meet Carhartt and Didn't have great. Um, I love the Adam, the Vard side him. But it does kind of leave a bit of a the sound taste throughout having to let.
1: Elijah Moore there?
0: Yeah, I think Robin said. I think you've got that ball on. um, Have you got anything? What are your thoughts on? the touched on it a little bit with Elijah ruhr Um, what are your thoughts? What What do you think happened so far? Um, yeah,
3: it's an interesting point, isn't it? Um, I, I, and hi everyone. Um. I think the I think Robbie made a really good point around like I think so much focus is on this one sort of piece, this sort of one chess piece, and it's such a big piece. But I also think that you know, not the only. I want to say, what if you know, just a, you know, why didn't, why haven't we gone and got the best you know the best O line we could get the best? You know, I'm a little bit little bit worried about defensive tackle as well with. with but then I suppose I, you know, you look at pick thirteen. If, we, if you've got the, if we're not considering getting rid of it, which we shouldn't be by any means, then clearly that's going to be you sort of offensive tackle. But so yeah, I think it is, I think you summed it up exceptionally well. There, Rob. Um, I it's interesting. It's interesting. I just read literally before it came on about like you know, Zeke said that he wants to either sign for us, the Eagles or um Bengals, isn't he, and stuff. And that's like a bit of a flashy. I mean, can you imagine, you know, even like 18 months ago, we sort of went out of a team with Rogers, Zeke, and um, and OBJ, and now it's probably more likely than it is, you know, um, that it isn't. So it's an inter-
1: interesting one, and especially especially when you compare that to the other two teams that we're there with. <clears throat> if we're getting linked at the same bracket as the Eagles and the Bengals, two of the best teams in the league, you know, that is where free agents are seeing us all of a sudden, and that is yeah. worlds yeah. away from where we have been. I, to- I, totally, I totally agree and I think that's I, th-
3: I think I just read something this evening about someone was saying "Oh, it's interesting these these people actually want to come to us type thing, I think that's a really uh, a sweet point but uh, I think after seeing yeah, the Elijah Moore one I kind of I think I like having I actually like having those two second picks, I also hope we don't give anything up because I can see Douglas Douglas has got this knack of um, moving up as he needs to get, using sort of lower picks to move up and I can see him all of a sudden we're picking, we're using those two picks to pick 30 or something and all of a sudden we've got two day, one prime starters. And then Rogers comes in, use next year's pick for Rogers. And then, then I think you're really talking sort of like, you know, top six team and, but yeah, interesting. I, I was, it was more a luxury piece. I don't think I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say so, but with Garrett Wilson, maybe more, he, he fit into that a bit more. And that that's why I'm not entirely fussed. Um, I think uh, someone, I say, apologies keep people saying, so, someone said this, someone said that. But I read yesterday that someone, I think it was Sims, wasn't it, saying on that um, PFT about, it. you know, it sort of wouldn't look at it, what you'd get from him with his sort of overall, the problems he brought last season. I think it's probably not a bad return. Um, but anyway, we'll I suppose we'll see if we, you know, if, if Lazar, Lazar or um, Hardman is a sort of a half hit, then I think it's, we'll look back with no disappointment. I think. Well, I find it quite funny that, obviously, if you had
2: said two or three years ago Jets would have Aaron Rodgers, Zink and OBJ on the team, I think everyone would have just, like, laughed in your face. <laughs> um, and obviously Aaron Rodgers is great. I'm not sure on the mm-hmm. one Zink and OVJ. I think OBJ is probably another injury waiting to happen, and you'll have to ban a lot, um, but this whole thing with Elijah Or being a bit of a character in the dressing room or whatnot, maybe OBJ might not be the same. Like, I wouldn't say a bad character necessarily, but a big character to have in the, Uh you may rock things up and split in reps with a, a stacked wide receiver room. That seems to me like a, a bad press story waiting to happen. Is it a stacked wide receiver room anymore?
1: two wide receiver ones, right? Like so Garrett Wilson and OBJ are in the team, that I would say it is a stat receiver room. But without OBJ, like it's a decent receiver room, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I sorry, I was, I was making the point that we got OBJ. Um at the moment I think yeah definitely not stat per se. But um I think you if you put both of them in, I could see the New York media having a bit of fun trying to plot a uh, a story about them to their and I also think that the links with league there I'm not sure if we need him more than anything like Brees is, is great I mean obviously he's coming up an injury but um, but do we need him I mean is he gonna is Brees gonna need to share reps with, that much with Zeke with Michael Carter and Bam just completely out of the picture like I think a lot of people are making out the running back were a bit concern and I get it with the injury but I'm not sure if it's if it's needed to go out and get Zeke back
0: some excellent points for there I think again what you touched on first the fact that we are talking about uh, Enrique Elliott and um, Aaron Rodgers obviously we'll go on to later I think the fact that we are talking about these players and not not so much and know we got Garrett Wilson on um, the next draft prospect because I feel like I don't know how other people feel um just jump in if you feel different or if you feel the but it feels like from a Jets perspective the draft Real, not irrelevant, but the height is nowhere near as much as it usually is. And, again, we'll get on to the draft later. But okay. it's almost as if Joe Douglas kind of has ripped up his own book to an extent.
3: Yeah, if anyone yeah, wants yeah. to
0: comment, disagree, uh, just go ahead.
3: Yeah, I thought, I thought, I just saw that. I wonder if there's a bit more pressure than it sort of lets on with, especially you, to, to at least get to the playoffs this year but I, I i think i mean i don't really know what piece they could add i still i still think a, a massive you know a sort of a, a what of bosa style edge rush sort of you know what i mean that sort of just absolute sack merchant would probably propel us into easily top 14 i think but that's what i'm you know also i wouldn't be surprised if it's some dashing move but in, you know could we move up to get? I don't know. That's. I think it's really it's really interesting because I hope we don't end up being sort of half and half, half going. We're not going to sort of just screw the picks like the Rams type thing. But it's it's an interesting one.
1: Would you want to edge at thirteen?
3: I don't know. I mean, I, I can't. I haven't. i um, To be fair, this is now I get embarrassed by um by sort of my general not say so, lack of lack of sort of positioning but isn't that like carter um you know where he fall? you know or something of like that is he, he's not obviously You he's obviously not actually you a know, defensive angle, but uh, i don't know I don't, it, it just 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 i just feel that that's sort of like i was looking before a form and looking before this about the um the sort of you know we weren't necessarily leaving you know saw something a massive a massive thing but we didn't really need the way did we, in sacks like the Eagles did. Well, I was just sort of thinking so is that it? But is that more sh- the scheme? So it it'll be interesting. Trey goes, but I think you know wide receivers and stuff like that is obviously probably one of the best groups, isn't it? You just need you know Wilson will he turn into a sort of a Jeffersons you know absolute beast this season? Um running back if yeah, if halls fit but you might be all like barclay might take another year so maybe that's why they're going for something like some, this sort of show up gap i mean carter's no issues with carter is there you know cornerbacks so you're fine with you're absolutely fine there you so safety but not it's not a massive problem i just think defend i just think you've got williams <sighs> So I wouldn't be surprised if you see him make a massive thing in that, but what do I know I'm asked.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of trades, the Jets did make one with Chukwa. He played for the Ravens. Um, in a relatively minor, I think the important, um, important pick-up. Um, I believe off the top of my head, um, a seventh rounder, possibly a conditional one. Um, I think that was a good piece. Um, of the people that we have picked up the biggest one by far would be i mean lazard which is a four year 44 four million but then the rest seem. i know we had Hardman. um it's a nice pickup but he's not going to be the star man or he's not going to be the main figure whereas lazard could be Um uh, we have what's this pronunciation um right so yeah again pieces that we need but they aren't to be, oh, not expected to be star pieces. So what do you think and for some people who have just joined in, um, if you want to raise your hand to say anything or just jump in or if you want to use the chat function if you don't want to speak, that's fine. What do you think in terms of in that depth and focus on the depth in terms of reagent, reagent and should we have focused on maybe people who are going to make a bigger impact or how do you feel about approaching it in that sense?
2: Um, so yeah, no, I think with the whole kind of free agency approach, I kind of quite like it. Like normally we go for these, like the top players and like very rarely does that ever work out like there are so many, I list so many creating signs that have been terrible for us and we've paid way too much money. I think when you look at last year, we like, we had everything other than the quarterback. I mean that's probably a bit of a, an extreme statement. But like if we had a good quarterback last year we almost certainly would have been in the playoffs so we are just looking for those pieces like chuck clark who will kind of bolster up a position that was clearly not as strong last year in safety so i think like it's not exciting it's not glamorous it doesn't grab as many headlines mean, rogers definitely does but the, the free agent is dying themselves though but I don't think that's a bad thing like how often do you hear of the Packers making a massive free agent sign. Like it doesn't happen. I think, in a way, the fact that there's less hype this year in this period for the Jets is always a good sign. I mean, it kind of shows that, like, we're not constantly needing to go out and buy and get the best players because we've got a good enough roster already. Uh, and I know it's like a bit of a controversial take, but I think the fact that there's not a massive hype for the draw is a good thing. Like, for so many years is what we always look forward to because we've been so bad throughout the season and we want to find a good player whereas now it's like oh okay like who's gonna be that small little piece that adds to what is already great and will get us that extra edge inch. like i think it's good that we're not too excited like it's the first time i can remember where i'm not like ah oh, is it now when when we turn is
3: it now when we kind of get better like we're already there we just need those few little pieces it's it's interesting. I think Rob was asking about like what do you do with that thirteenth uh, thirteenth pick, and I do wonder if are they thinking about depth of like the, those two the two twos now? Where historically, what he's moved up for Bruce Hall and he have got sort of for Vera um, Tucker he, uh, two years ago, is he going to move up into that sort of like yeah mid twenties to get um, to get those two bits that really do? That's because there isn't a massive need, is it? but that, is he going to move up to get those two sort of little pieces where previously you know, we have needed a quarterback, we've needed, you know, we've really
4: just basically needed as many drafts as possible, whereas actually now it's a need show, mate. Um, you know, I, I guess just just around the draft, um, I do wonder if, you know, the enthusiasm will change once the Rogers signing happens. Uh, you know, I, I suppose maybe people are a little bit, I don't want to say reluctant, but nobody really knows what picks we're going to have available, you know, come April. Um, because, you know, there's, there's so much up in the air with the trade. Could it be 13? Uh, you know, are we going to have any of the twos? Um, could we have 13 and no twos or whatever? So maybe, you know, that could, that, I, at least that's the way I'm viewing it anyway. You know, that um, there's a bit of, I guess, a wait and see attitude for the for the whole thing um i suppose maybe last year we we had a bit of certainty in terms of wilson being the quarterback and we kind of knew what pieces we needed to add um so you know I, I think that could be a factor i'm not sure if you guys agree or
2: not i definitely agree there because whenever i'm doing my mock drafts i don't know what i should be <laughs> should be if accounting for or not accounting for like I'd like to hope it's just a second round pick I'm leaving out. But no, I completely agree. Like,
4: It's very hard to predict exactly where the Jets will pick him. I presume the word leveraged is, leverage is banned tonight, right? Can anyone like... Yeah, anyone... I personally think if we're all going... It, it almost feels like a
3: first time in the sport when we've gone all in. So that's what I kind of hope that Rodgers has done after the draft, so we can actually use 13, you know, or and use them to the best ability and then give them next year's, you know, conditional, of you know, third or second or first, you know, if he if we, you know, if he get to the, get to the championship game, you probably have to give them the next year's first type of thing. And I kind of feel that like that's probably the best for the future to actually use a bit this year. But
0: uh,
1: So to, to go back to the free agency question, while I do tend to agree that, that quieter off-season is good, we have this glaring need, in my opinion, in what American baseball fans would call the center fielder and English rugby fans would call the fullback position. We really need that single safety. Even if we're playing the split safeties, you know, cause coverage. We need that one guy that can completely cover the entire field that we simply do not have. We watched LaMarcus Joyner try to do this, and he was quite good in his early days with the Raiders, but in more recent, more recent times, he just did not look at the races, and without that center fielder guy on defense, like we are really missing out because um, uh, we have the corners locked down beautifully, and then we're missing the whole deep center of the field. And if you're going to go toe to toe with Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes, and you're not able to uh, you're not able to like stop the deep ball, you know we're going to get sh- we're going to knocked out of playoffs
3: and I, I think that's a very very fair point as well and now and i said that's the interest you know will they use the second round pick to trade you know will they make a trade for a safety you know will they i don't i said i don't i don't have my own sort of own man own big board but you look at something like tankathon and don't see sort of the top 10 not doesn't really include a safety nope. um uh, but will they you know will they that the the mid two round the mid second round has potentially bring you in in line for
4: safety and sort of day one start level probably so i wonder if they were interested in jesse bates you know he he was late for with us for such a long time um yes i suppose he's he's yeah he's gone now but be i'm just curious to see if they actually were in for him or um gardner johnson as well um you know, whether whether they had actually considered him possibly.
1: Bates would have been that perfect scheme fit that he could play that center fielder, he could play the split safeties, no problem. Gardner Johnson does more of the same role that Chuck Clark does. So I presume that's out okay. that of that. You know, out of that. Um, well, at least I think so. <laughs> I made that. But um, but yeah, the Bates one was the my number one wonder of the whole offseason was Bates. And the price wasn't that wasn't that egregious. Was what so 12 and a half million, something like that off the top of my head, for a year like we could have paid that no problem. But yeah,
2: clearly, yeah I would have liked gone I would have liked Gardner Johnson just because he adds that kind of ball hawk like he's so so good at picking the ball. But at like that same, we did miss a bit last year. Like it felt like there were times where we just didn't have a turnover for it's, it's Like perfect. I can't remember it. I can't remember a Jets defense that had turned over them. like, got an turnovers. But, um, really Joe Douglas didn't want to spend big on, on safety because no.
1: there were quite a few big names there and it doesn't seem like any of them were taken. Yeah, and Gardner Jones' price was tiny. So, seven and a half million like, one year. Well, we could do that, surely.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with safety. I mean, not much of a market out there. But, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, maybe not just slightly. So, our auditions. But well, we did have quite a few players who've left. Um some obviously ca- casualties, some were just terrible. Um, we left go- so we've let go of Rankins, Berrios, Mike White, Dan everyone's favourite. Um, and then obviously like we mentioned before, Elijah who have gone to um Cleveland in the trade. Um, miss any of them? Is there any that we should have picked off in terms of a new contract, or do you think it was time to move on? We'll see short on that.
2: So I just I just I just said I don't think anything of that big of a loss to be
3: honest. it's weird. It's first time. Uh, again, first time I've actually not. I almost don't question what Douglas does, which is a, quite a rare thing, in terms of in terms of the jet, so Jets general manager. In terms, of I think he's done so much well. That I feel, you know, in terms of getting, okay, apart from Zach Wilson, I agree, which is a big piece actually, isn't it? Really,
1: his entire first draft and the whole of the second draft, other than the uh, ABT, but, but I'm, I'm, we move on. It, but I kind of trust,
3: I kind of trust them to know what they're doing. I just feel that, I just feel it's, it feels a lot better than
1: previous, previous, you know. Now that is the lowest of low bars. <laughs> better than McCanns. Hey, about our first disagreement here. <laughs> I know,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm thinking.
2: What? I agree, Jonathan. I think the homeless is not a good job. I mean, I know there's some question marks, right? But, like, you look at the team that he inherited, it is completely
1: yeah, different. And sorry. he deserves credit for that. Like, definitely deserves a lot of credit for that. Uh, I, I, I agree that I don't, I don't think he's awful. Um, but I don't like the idea that we should, like, we, we <laughs> trust. That because he hit basically the, the roster looked incredible last season because of the hits in the draft the source and Garrett Wilson were so good that they, they just took us to a different stratosphere. and then a few other free agent signings have been really nice like DJ Reed is great for example but there are so many misses on that list that particularly when it comes to drafting we have to think you know He's a great trader, clearly. Although I don't really love what we got back for Elijah Moore. But draft wise, really, really hit and miss. Pun not intended though. But... Would you would
2: you have advocated him to have gone before this offseason no.
1: then? No, I wanted to keep I wanted to keep him and Salah. I I, I definitely believed in Salah. Um Yeah. But um I I one hundred percent would give them this this season and um I think playoff mandate is probably fair.
3: And I wonder if that's why they feels like they're going a the bit all in and edging it because of that. I reckon I could see Douglas go if he doesn't get the playoffs. I've got a lot more in his contract. I six years. He's been here four or three. So he's about right. Four years. He's fourth, year It'll be that's third. Cool. or
4: six-year contract. Well, yeah, I think I
0: think you're right. I think. Um, a is Um, obviously, just heading back to free agency. Uh, before we move on to a certain quarterback in Denver, uh, for not much longer. Um, is there anyone else we should target? Right, look,
1: we're, at- Jordan, look. we're training for Jordan Lott
0: <laughs> Oh, and I mean, in what like twenty years' time, something. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't. It's too late for maths. <laughs> um, but yeah, is there anyone else? Target in Burnley. I think a lot of the market is a lot slower than what i anticipated, and what probably a few players anticipated as well. Um, especially looking at some of the deals that have been done. Um, yeah, is there anyone in particular that you think would add to the team? Um, I think just go ahead.
3: It's a, just going to see that. Um, I probably and I don't the name. I'm not going to give names. So I actually don't. A time I don't know but like I do like what. Douglas obviously that sort of a build from the trenches style sort of, which he sort of said he would do, and I do feel that we could have we missed out on a couple unless he's got a lot you know at the start at the start of free ages, he could we miss out, but I do think we thirteen probably end a go offensive tackle if he stay in there don't we? So we go to that is it Roderick Jones keeps getting mocked or something like that, but I think it, the big questions obviously Ob James and Zeke I've just seen. I think bruce hall just tweeted that him and, him and um carter are um are okay thanks or something like that which is obviously going to go down well if you do sign it's like oh god please no the thing isn't he just he's just not harmonious um i mean if they don't let go of corey davis i would be i'd be happy with, with just i'd be happy with the player that obj beckons but is he a bit of a disruption they seem to be quite a harmonious bunch of times
4: would he disrupt the team? From a free agency standpoint, um uh, Clayus Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suppose he's an obvious one. Sepp. Sorry, step Uh yeah, know, I'd I'd love to see him, you know, on the jet. Um I just remember watching a bit of him when he was on the Jaguars, um and you know how good he was. Obviously on the Ravens as well. Um, you know, he'd be amazing beside Williams, obviously, obviously okay. losing rankings. So I was exactly you that. Know? <laughs> Can I gamble? What are people's thoughts on OBJ? I'm I'm a total OBJ stan. I'd love to see him in. You kick know, I'd be excited.
3: Yeah, probably. And
4: yeah. Yeah. Be on my mind, Abby.
1: that'd be just fantastic.
3: I think you've got to see Davis goes. Mm.
4: Davis going to go. He's got to go anyway. Yeah, 10 or 11 million. And we play the Giants this year, don't we? Mm, do Oh my god, <laughs> it's written in the <laughs> start. yeah. OBJ one had to catch can to,
0: me do, to yeah, win. Stop me?
1: Just Aaron Rogers trying yeah. the ball to Ode Beckham in Jets uniforms is, is,
4: is <laughs> you didn't imagine this.
3: Yeah, I think that's a bit you've got to grasping.
4: I think we we've all suffered enough, and this is our our um, you know the, yeah. the big payoff. Yeah, 100%. years of pain yeah 100% any other free
0: agents that people would want to pick up before we move on
3: I think Campbell, Campbell met, met, yeah. gets that uh, next to Williams is a big win uh, you know what he's got 99 career sacks you know something like that I think that's a, the that's a sort of rhythm almost like the missing piece in my mind in some, in some ways just to sort of
1: I would also want in um Oh, there's actually there's three. So we talked about uh, free safety. I think the best guy left is probably Adrian Amos or something like that. But I have no idea how he played last season. I wasn't watching much of the Chicago Bears. Uh, the center from the Titans, Ben Jones. Yeah, yeah. Ben yeah.
0: Jones. Yeah. I'll,
1: I would I would like him because although we could probably get one in the second round of the draft if we're trading those picks to Green Bay, which feels like we're going to, it um, would be a nice veteran to bring in. I think. Uh, and then I want another. I want a I mentioned this in the, in the group chat the other day. I want a space-eating blob in the centre of the defensive line, just an absolute stop in the run. Make sure the run is going outside, or he's just eating that up. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not. I'm not sure who's left um, on the on the market in that position, but nor do I pay much attention to that position. But uh, that's what I want.
4: Yeah, one guy that matches that would be Puna Ford. Oh, perfect. Um perfect. yeah, just I just remember the 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 game he had against us when we played the Seahawks and it was obvious we just all we could do was run the ball because White was obviously, you know, had the rib injuries, but he was just destroying, you know, McGovern and just like you said, a space-heating flow. Yeah. So <laughs> Perfect. Yeah,
1: get that done. Send that one to JD
0: great stuff. Uh, I just love space eating blob. Moving on to I'm sure what the main event in some respects is Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure we all tuned into his show last week where Aaron Rodgers explicitly said he wants to play for the New York Jets. I mean imagine telling someone that's like I mean I'll say it I'll say it 10 years ago even like a couple of years ago it's like crazy, crazy stuff. But it seems like obviously both sides want it. Um I'm not gonna say the L word because it's just it's a disgusting word <laughs> at the minute. Jet and pack of Twitter a a, a of minefield. Um I'm sure you'll all agree. That's a question, but what do we think? I know a lot of people were either Team Carr, um or Team Rogers, Team Lamar that you know that could still be a conversation um but yeah I'm confident that the deal's gonna get through um it fall through if it does strange things have happened um and what do we need to do with launches because it's a very small window it could be as small as a year to win a super bowl because ultimately that's what we're doing we're putting not the whole franchise on the line not the future, because we don't know what we're giving up with the draft but um yeah, just generally, what I've got from Rodgers and here we go once the trade's been made.
2: That's what I want to say, I don't think you're a Jets fan if you're not absolutely petrified that this is going to go through in one way shape or form. <laughs> like, I keep waking up every morning and checking to see if someone has reported that Aaron Rodgers is not even going back. Um, Washington, I... okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like Yeah, exactly. It's just, it, you're not a Jets fan if you're not, you're not at least a little bit scared um i want to first of all say i was actually team carl um and my reason for it was uh you didn't have to give up venture off capital he can last a bit longer and last year we got relatively far with literally zero quarterback but now that was before everything happened and i must say the excitement i now have with rogers as potentially leading my team was like i <laughs> say okay, yeah cool, i'm fine with them <laughs> I do think Rogers gives you the chance to win a Super Bowl and I think Card did. But I am fearful of the fact that he is 39, I believe like he's got he's not got that long left until he kind of his natural ability just can't kinda hold on. And I'm more concerned by what happens when Rogers leaves. I think this time next year we're gonna hear about Rogers entering another cave and deciding whether he wants to retire or not. That already has given me nightmares, and I'm like, is Wilson really the guy? Like, is Wilson gonna learn under Rogers? Right. Yeah. You probably got a same chance. Didn't you reduce uh,
3: in age when you enter those like darkness defeats that type of thing? I mean, we can all turn ourselves that, but I don't know if it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the Wilson piece, is. I think you're you're spot on. I mean, I'm possibly gonna ignore it though because I I kind of on arms enjoy enjoy the ride. and... Rodgers, but yeah, I do think there's a good lot of questions about what they do. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them get rid of Wilson quietly for a third round pick to some, or you know, I don't think they'll get what they got for Darnold, because he's almost imploded hasn't he at times Wilson, but yeah, I don't know. They, I can't see him doing that unless until Rodgers is a reasonable success because I think that so much rides on Douglas, on Joe Douglas's back with Wilson, isn't it? almost like backtracking on previous comment that I completely trust to, and I have a big framed photo, and, you know, <laughs> which I don't. Um, yeah, I think, I think the rod, I think the, you know, it's a bit of a pinch, a pinch yourself moment, which sort of like someone like Rogers playing for you. I was, I kind of agreed with you. I think I thought Carl was such a big upgrade and what we got and what had, I mean, you know, my only one, only time to met like Bryce Petty to control. You know that's the sort of the um, you know the level of quarterback player we've sort of seen. Um, but I feel there, yeah, Rodgers, even if he's eighty-five percent, what he is absolute best, he's going to be miles better than we've seen. You know, miles miles
1: better than we've seen for I don't know how many years. Yeah, so I, I was never on the car Tannehill. Garoppolo hype Definitely not. Definitely downhill Well, because I, I, I view them all very, very much. They're all good quarterbacks that basically they can all get you to the playoffs, but you are never going to win a shootout versus Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs for those guys. You just can't do it. You might win a game where your defense has just had an absolute blinder and they've taken you up the top. But in the, playoffs, in, in, the, in the playoffs, you need to be able to win both ways. And you yes. definitely need to be able to win by shootout. Um, and O.E. Arrow Rogers and I think R. Jackson were the only two available to us that give us the shot at that and Aaron Rodgers do a better shot than Lamar Jackson does and the only problem is age the fact that we've got two years of this hopefully uh,
3: there's something about Lamar as well that I wonder you wonder if that is he a little bit more injured than he's letting on or that type of thing he's, um, it seems a bit weird it seems, just seems a bit weird I know he's got an agent but Rodgers, what? Rodgers was quietly my favourite because I actually got a little bit ridiculed by sort of like just like other sort of sort of um, people I speak to around. Oh, you should really just go for Lamar. Rodgers is old. Carl, Carl, Carl will get you to sort of the
1: mid round of the playoffs, and that's it. Um, doesn't want to a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I've been advocating. So I've got, I'd been advocating for years for the Raiders to take another quarterback because Carl can only take you so far um and the this the saints i think are a fantastic learning spot th- for car and i think we will see the maximum of what car could achieve <laughs> right and we'll and i, I hope for him because he comes across as quite a good bloke so I, I uh i hope for him that they do well in that awful division so i'm, I'm sure he'll make the playoffs this this year but we'll we'll see
3: what, anyone anyone interested in stafford i
0: know there was twitter rumors and the rams are burning it down um Oh that would have been interesting. But yeah, I'd love to know what, what people think right. Like, um I don't think it, it'll ever happen, man. Right? I think the Rams are in it, but yeah, I think that's a good point. Actually, what do people think about staffing?
1: Well, I think the only reason the Stafford would leave the Packers uh Rams is if um is if Sean McVeigh is, is leaving. Like he he, they cannot get another a better a better call right now than than him. So I don't see that being a case until either Stafford retires or McVeigh goes to get billion dollars working in broadcasting
4: um, personally Stafford is done I think he's cooked I also think they picked up his option as well in his contract um, which means I think they guaranteed him like 40 million already so he's already counted towards that this year so I think he's, I think he's out but Actually, I believe Rogers is going to be on the Jets. My
2: God, <laughs> Jesus it On that and I, as Jonathan said earlier about the um, the fact that like how bad our quarterback players been like at work today, some guy was like, "Oh, Rogers actually going to the Jets," and I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, when was the last time the Jets actually had like a a top in the quarterback? I'm like, you can make the old one they never have, but like Brett Favre, maybe. And like that, like oh, I wasn't a fan when Brett Favre was playing. I mean, mm-hmm. like, how many of us have ever seen like a top quarterback played in the Eva Jets? Like, it's actually quite mad when you oh, think
3: of Fitzpatrick, true. you know, <laughs> fitzmagic Magic. <laughs> Look, the one
1: Fitzmagic year and the Josh McCown year are the two best seasons <laughs> in the last 15 years.
3: <laughs> I actually feel a little bit. It's interesting. I don't know where in 15 years' time Sanchez we put in, in terms of because the the fumble really did. You know, the guy got us to two deep into the playoffs twice. Okay, it was due to a variety of other factors. A very good team, but you know, we're we're talking about some very very good quarterbacks getting us through to, you know, just getting into the playoffs. into sort of the car and Tannehill Hill probably get us to the playoffs. You know, Sanchez got us through to the NFC Championship game you know, how good type thing, but just bad mismanagement, then defense crumbled in it, that type of thing. So I think I do do worry about three years time what this conversation would be like.
4: Well it'll be Archie Manning, right? It'll all be about Archie Manning. twenty ten 2010 run was the was the one for me that got me into the chat It'll be like no, thirteen years later. Oh, <laughs> oh.
0: It is very depressing, isn't it, to reflect. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what, what conversation realistically, would you be looking to give the Packers? Because, clearly, there's, uh, you know, there's a big gap between what the Jets want to give and what the Packers want to receive, and that's understandable. Um, I've seen a lot of takes on Twitter again saying, all oh, the Jets are you know, delusional, the Packers are delusional, et cetera, et cetera. But both teams want what's best for the franchise, and it's quite an interesting um impasse at the minute so what what would you give up like what's the absolute most at what point do you walk away or do you just give in to the packers um obviously you don't okay. want to do saying that but yeah what, what what would people give up realistically
2: well if you're the packers you believe that you should be getting sauce quinner, and dishes first next just a minute <laughs> i have 15 share in the new jets um, and <laughs> it's quite funny actually i don't know if any of you Recognize the Ike Packers podcast on Twitter. They're one of the biggest Packers mm-hmm. majors, and I actually know the guy that runs that. I met him uh, out in Switzerland once at a conference, and um, I was speaking to him about it. And he was saying how like there's just so much emotion attached to Aaron Rodgers, which is why there is so many like wild takes from Packers fans. Just because like so many Packers fans have never known an existence without a top five quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and they believe that he is like one of the greatest they ever played the game. Okay. So I can understand where they're coming from, but realistically it's, it's a second this year, a conditional pick next year, which is based on how far we get, let's say a third in no playoffs, a second with playoffs and a first Super Bowl appearance, and then maybe a player thrown in there of like Corey Davis's caliber. Oh. That's what really makes
3: most sense, I think. But bon. I wonder if they've been cheeky and gone like third, third, and Corey Davis, and then conditional next year. I wonder if that's what's the matter because I can't imagine that they're they're sort of like general managers really hanging out for the first. Surely not.
1: I bet that's what we're doing. I bet I bet we probably lowball them and just hoping they blink first because they have a lot of they have a lot of uh, dead cap right depending on when we depending on when it's traded. So,
0: yeah,
3: yeah, then. Oh. We just thought we'd take a chunk of that for for yeah, we thought we'd take a chunk of that for almost like a discount.
4: It, I did see Connor Hughes tweet out about an hour ago that um before they flew out to California, they did have the framework of a deal in place. Um, and as soon as the McAfee show aired, um the Pakistans changed then. So it seems like the Packers were the ones that basically, I don't know if they felt slow-balled or whatever, but they basically then decided to, and I suppose Rogers did confirm that when he said, you know, on the, on the show that it was, he was just waiting for trade compensation to be agreed. So that, that was the thing I found a bit weird was it's taken so long. So they obviously did have something in place, you know, to give them permission to, to speak to him. So, It's crazy. The whole situation is just absolutely crazy.
2: Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me as well what's holding this up in the financial on the contract side and the Packers not wanting to take all of that hit themselves. Arsenal wanting to take all of that hit themselves. Like it wouldn't surprise me if it's something as, as kind of trivial as that. Um because am I right in saying it's like a sixty million cap hit that the Packers have, which is like yeah. you don't wanna be you don't wanna be stomaching a lot of that if he's not even on your roster. So I it wouldn't surprise me if the draft compensation is there or thereabouts and they're fighting over whose cap uh, Rodgers hits the most because that's that's a big deal, especially if you're losing a player if,
1: if I'm the Packers, I want as much trade conversation as next year because this year they're going to work out that whether Jordan Love is the guy or not. and then if he's not you want as much ammunition as you can to go up and get one of those two guys, they're going to be in the draft next year at QB um so that's if I were to pack as SLY player, new one obviously if you can get if you can get a conditional one, or even so the most I would be prepared to give up as the Jets is a one next year. I would I wouldn't want to give it up, but that's the most I give I next think I, And I would
3: yeah, a one next year and but that one next year means we're going to the Super Bowl, I think is the condition of that. Second with a second Unless it's absolutely nothing this year, and then yeah, I mean, that's what, what I mean. mean. Nothing this year, one next year. That's but the one, most. You. The play- you know, one if we get to the playoffs, two if we don't, type thing.
1: But yeah, I would like that deal more That we could give up a conditional two with a one if we do really well. But from the Packers' perspective, why would why I I, I don't see why you'd let your emotionally driven quarterback go for a two but I, I i if this was us giving up our our franchise qb for the last what 18 years we wouldn't be letting him go for two so a one i think next season would be fine i think more likely what's going to be is two twos and then maybe the second two is a conditional up to a one yeah it gives something along those lines It could be our uh, two twos this year That that would that would make sense But if I were the Packers, I'd want it all next year Personally But um, uh, NFL front offices don't tend to work that way They like stuff now yeah, but I'd, rather, I'd rather give them If we had to give them a the first round pick
2: I'd rather give them their shits Simply because next year Let's say Aaron Rodgers gets injured Decides to retire one of <laughs> the quarterbacks In next year's class are significantly miles ahead of this shit. and i'd rather have that first to be able to move to potentially pick one of them than go into next year with no quarterback no picks no nothing
1: i was <laughs> too... yeah. playing scared yeah, yeah, like, yeah, i was playing scared like you have to assume that we're going to be successful that bet. <laughs> that one is number 32 you have to make that you have to make that bet like mine's <laughs> <I'd> happily <laughs> I think I'd happily go along. You have to make that bet, and it I'd like, and it is, if you end up looking like the Denver Broncos do this year, you still have to make the bet that you're going to be right, and it, and and if that does end up being a top five pick, then just another year of misery for us. But I said, I said, you I, have that you have you have to make that thinking that you're going to get this four time MVP that is going to be really really good.
3: And that's why they've got to go offensive tackle, haven't they? They've got to go. They've got to protect him like anything because he also, a thirty nine, or will be forty. Not as not as if he's mobile quarterback. So they've just got to protect him by all means. He's got the wide receivers. In theory, he's got the running backs. He's got a. You know, I mean, you've got Vera, tucker Beckton plus a first round, and um, pick. And you're in. You're. You know, he he can let him do his work. Kind of.
0: agree. So, do you think? slightly kind of move away from Rogers. Um I know we mentioned Stafford and we talked about Carl a little bit and I know we touched on Lamar Jackson but I think if it comes to it and both sides can't agree um, which would be I think a disaster for all parties by the way um, do you like very quickly turn to Lamar at what point do the Jets make interest in Lamar Jackson public because it can't drag on forever you know on both sides it can't um do, do you consider that um, a very weird situation what's going on with Lamar jackson but if he's undoubtedly a very talented quarterback, maybe be what if you were joe douglas and Salah what would you do in regards to Lamar jackson goes like even right now on a, in the future
3: if rogers if, if rogers falls free which he is not do, um You'd have thought if Rogers really, fell through, I think that the Jets, yeah, the Jets would have to go all in. They just they just have to get what were they do? You, know, you can't go back to Zach Wilson. You can't go Flacco. You can't go Daniel. I think, I think, but also <sighs> then you then you got to go all in. But then you realise you yeah, haven't got two first round picks the next two years. So uh, you know that's which is a big which is a big thing because you know. I think the view of having first round picks plus Rodgers makes you a really good team. Lamar Jackson takes you to the next level, totally, but without this first picks, is it going to be enough? Because he, you know, he hasn't won it with Baltimore. An interesting dynamic to add in here is
2: that Joe Douglas used to work for the Ravens, right? And Joe Douglas already has a very tight ship. Very little gets out of the building. It wouldn't surprise me if, if this was going to happen, we would have planned out until it happens. Like, I think... I don't think it will happen anyway, but I think if it does, like that could be interesting to watch, because there's,
3: there's a high chance that we don't know about this until it happens. If it does, but I did I've got a wild series um, or theory, because if they franchise him, they franchise him back this year, what, it would, could it go the way of the cousin, you know they franchise him back him again, and then he's going to have to go, isn't he? Because he can't I mean the cap hit the cap hit on a third franchise. And then is that you know, two seasons of Rodgers? All of a sudden you've got Lamar Jackson not signing his contracts for Ravens. Hideous cap hit, where does he go? What, you know, what, could he make a play? Does he become available then in the sort of medium term? It would be nice to have him replace uh, Aaron Rodgers. That would be a... Uh, you know, bit carried away in the journey. Carried away. But that's... Wouldn't... Yes. Yeah. That would I really
2: Yeah, I personally don't think it makes sense to go for him. Even if Rodgers falls through now anyway, like the whole offense is completely set up in a different way to how Lamar would want to run. Like the the offensive coordinator probably is miles away from what Lamar needs. I mean, you'd like to say they could adapt, but even still, like players have been brought in for Aaron Rodgers. Like if you then bring in Lamar, who is such a unique quarterback, like, is it kind of trying to fit a square shape into a circle? Like it's not... I don't think the fit would be seamless, provided that like everything seems to be getting Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron's geared towards him. So
1: I don't know. It would be great, a young quarterback, very exciting player, but I just I just don't see it happen Yeah, I agree with that. mean separate from the Jets, I really just want to see Lamar Jackson run option plays with Derrick Henry, uh, because I want to just see how he's trying to defend that. Wherever Derrick Henry ends up. 'Cause I presume the Titans are trading. Maybe maybe the um Lamar gets sent over to uh Titans, but my word, that would be just a beautiful thing to watch. That's really what I want to see from the NFL perspective. I don't think he's gonna win up on the Jets. Uh two years down the line sounds like the best possible outcome I've heard of. Uh, but I'm not nearly that optimistic. Well, after two two back track balls, yeah. Yeah, perfect. I'd live yeah, that's a awesome.
0: I think the most important question to come out with the Rodgers saga is what colour are we getting his jersey? Because jersey, I'm saying it's going to be Rodgers. I mean, Neymar said he could use 12, but now that Lejmu has gone, eight available, that was his college number. Um, so green, white, or black? I don't know. I just think green. Well, awesome. the Jets green would be quite nice, and I think it would hurt the Packers the... bit I'd agree.
3: I had experience getting, trying to get a Garrett Wilson um, black, uh, black one from um, NFL Europe, uh, which arrived with no, with no team name printed on it. Um, so I'm, at the moment, um, yeah, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. It would possibly be Black River or the black one. But I want the team name on it this time.
0: Mm-hmm. That would look good. That would look good.
3: So, all
2: I'm say there's a real history of our fans buying journeys, and then that player turned out to be absolutely terrible.
1: So I'm not gonna buy Aaron Rogers jersey until year end. <laughs> right. I think between Lib and I we have uh, been cracking code here. Uh by live buying me the Source Gardener jersey. Me not buying it for myself, like I bought a freaking Adams jersey. So just having the, the green Gardener jersey, which is in my opinion the best Jets jersey you could have. Um if I didn't have a green sauce jersey, I would have a green Rodgers and then Black would be black. Black be my third choice. I'm not for the hipster third tip. Give me the home or away.
0: Come
2: on. I, I also I also really hope that Namoth's next oh, number twelve. Um and this whole Name of curse that's on it.
0: I think he died instead, so I think you
2: know. Yeah, I just want that curse of Namoth to be gone. So maybe you can take number twelve will, will solve
1: that. We'll have the curse of Rogers after us, but I'm I'm sure <laughs> we'll deal with. We get to see just once.
0: I like your thinking.
1: Another, another sixty years before we win another Super Bowl, mm. but we'll take it. The, the biggest downside with us signing Aaron Rodgers is my Super Bowl yeah, funds. I'll take that. Money needs to be really put into it quickly because uh, <laughs> yeah, tickets that thing It's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, Bollocks! Yeah, it's I,
0: I like the productivity. <laughs> the positivity, um, but yeah, any last comments on you? we run to the draft. Go ahead,
4: get the deal done quickly for five, six. Yeah, just sorry, just on there with the Roachers one. Um, I was listening to Mike Carlson. So, the thing, Rob, you said about the cap, and the the Packers have got about a 50 60 million cap. Um, stuck if he moves sooner. If he moves later, it goes down to about fifteen. But sometime but that's after, definitely after the draft. So can our nerves hold to Roach, there's no signing until after the draft. As as long as
1: our teams can <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> but uh ours as the fans, no way. No no way. <laughs>
2: I think it's the is it the first of June is when is the date in which the, the cap hit changes. I just think the Packers would be stupid to not take any draft capital this year just to hold out for that reduced cap hit. Like it just seems very silly because well you, you you get two draft picks in twenty twenty four, but like you might draft of them now and help out Jordan Love, right? So
0: stupid. Can you imagine this going on till June the first? Sorry, to interrupt But can you? Imagine, like, I mean financially it might make sense for whatever, you know, whoever, but I can't I can't. I don't know about everyone else, well, but I just well, think we be a better team.
3: I think it'll be a better team if it goes past the draft this year. But yeah, I don't want to go too much further. Use those top three top fifty
4: picks, use them. Just a was Do pretty it. weird last year. Um sorry, Idris. Um Rogers that was, that was pretty weird in summer last year. So this could be September. Yeah. He's. A... <laughs> I mean, is he?
3: Uh... But I hope so. <laughs> so he, but will he turn up? And wasn't it, didn't like Mahomes take all of his new wide receivers to Texas last year or something, to um you know just to get used to Houston and stuff? And you just hope Rodgers will take his you know will will take his receivers away and just get used to them.
4: But he'll probably rock up a week for the first game. And so I had a look. I have obviously been reading a lot about his contract. Basically, if he stays on the Packers, it's sixty million cap hit the first of june um it's a 40 million cap hit but what they're allowed to do then is they're able to spread it out over this year and next year meaning that's a 15 million cap hit they can basically either take the 40 million hit this year if he's traded or um what they can do is basically spread that 40 million out over to over this year and next year so i think it's like 15 and a half million this year and then about 28 billion next year or something um so it's the decision is basically like if they wait until after the first of June, do they take the forty million hit or basically spread it out over two years, essentially? Or if they do keep him, then it's like flat sixty million. Yeah, it's it's a really badly structured contract, I think. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the the cap hit to us if he does sign for us is fifteen million. Because they end up taking a lot of the, you know, I suppose it goes back to what Seb was saying earlier but the, the financials probably pay a bigger part in it now rather than the actual draft picks, I think. Or well, maybe they draft picks too, but there's definitely a financial element to it as well, I think.
0: deserves the contract, but well, it just would be very typical for the Jets if it ran past June the 1st and the Packers missed, you know, draft capital because, like, like what was said, and it's, you know, 100% correct. They need to find out if Jottenbulb is their next QB. Um, they've waited long enough, but you know, that's what they wanted to do at the time. So, but yeah, exciting times, I know. We'll, we'll wait until it's official. But we have got the draft coming up very soon, like a month, just over a month, sorry. Um, mentioned it before that it's very difficult to talk about the draft because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> um, like, we don't know if we're going to have 13, are we going to switch with the Packers, are we giving it up Kylie, are we giving up um, our two second rounders, so it's very difficult, and I do want to host this, what we're doing um again for the draft, and book that a little bit more, but um again, I just wanted people to stop the draft, I mentioned at the, very, at the very beginning, it doesn't seem like, from the Jets perspective, the hype isn't there. Which isn't a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. Um, so what are people's thoughts? Um, where do you think we'll go if we do have the number one pick? Trade up. Is it trade down season? I mean, it's always trade down season. Especially when Rob's here. But I'm sure he'll talk about that a little bit more. So, yeah, what do you think strike should be for this year?
1: Go on, Rob. Tell us about your trade down season. Oh. Uh, trade down. The- Trading down is basically nearly always the, the smartest thing to do um, because if, actually, if you looked at the relative value of a pick lower down the first round versus high up the first round versus hit rate, you tend to actually get better value picks um, lower down the first round than you do at the top of the first round uh, and that, that doesn't even take into account the fact that once you trade down you get more picks Um so, say for example, we went down from uh, number thirteen to I don't know number, let's say twenty-two down to the is that the Baltimore Ravens on top of um, on top of twenty-two, which is almost as the, almost as equal value as pick thirteen is. You're getting a second round pick and maybe a, a third round pick, at which point you're able to take more shots on different players, um, and then. My entire draft philosophy is basically collect as many early second-round picks as you can, uh, and then build your team through second-round picks. And now the Jets are the worst team I think in history for second-round picks. But at some point, those odds do really need to change. But whenever we go up and pick players in the in the in the draft, Joe Douglas has done it a few times. The value of the players that we've left behind by going up hasn't justified that move forwards, uh, and the teams are trade down consistently. The Seattle Seahawks are the number one team in the league. For this, Seattle Seaborgs draft bang average every single year, but because they have like ten picks every draft, no matter what, they end up with some fantastic teams, and uh, that's the method that I personally always think is the best way forward for us. So I'd say, but I do definitely
2: agree. <laughs> um, I I think at thirteen if you stick to 13, you go best player available. I don't think Jets have a, a glaring need anywhere, that, like you just go for that position without any shadow of a doubt. I think a nice versatile owner would be great. Um, but I agree, like the Jets could do with a few more picks, I think. Um, and the more, the, more, the more darts you can throw at random players, the better. Because the Jets have a coloured draft history at best. Last year was amazing. But last year we also had quite a few number of picks to, to kind of take our shot at. So I think if you can't go if you don't if you're not absolutely in love with a player at thirteen, then I'd say draft that trade down, pick up pick up some some good players at that yeah, end of the first, in the second round area. That will probably be just as good as whoever you could go for at thirteen anyway.
3: I, do, I, I agree I agree with I agree i think it's got a, a, a thin class as well in some areas isn't it it's not it's not one that people are massively raving about and i wonder if i liked i like what he's done to get um and then he moved back into get. what did he do with with wilson got vera Tucker in he and then he got jermaine johnson last year i do like that i do like what he does to get those players but and I can see Rob shaking his head. Did he move? He moved up a little bit to get Brees
1: as well. Yeah. Yeah. so it's so that Brees is a perfect example, right? So if he had just stuck around <laughs> and picked Kenneth Walker there, how much of a difference would we have seen? Not that much. And the value difference between the picks you're giving up. So for that, that pick, it was only a very small jump. So I'm not going to have a heart attack about that one, <laughs> but. When you're making big jumps up the first round, look at the Saints last year. When the Saints made two massive jumps up into the first round, you are losing so much value by doing that. But you are hamstringing your team over the long run. And you are thinking that you are smarter than all the other teams in the league, but you're not. Like, everyone is roughly as smart as each other, and you're seeing the very heavy analytics teams going down quite a lot. Look at how the Vikings are going to operate. They did a little bit last year, and look how they're going to keep doing that. And look how um, the Cleveland Browns are going to do it, separate from the nonsense the Cleveland Browns are doing. Those two teams, very heavy analytic driven. Watch them keep trading down, and trading down for less than people think you should be trading down for. I think it's a very... I think every single NFL team will be doing that. It's just a matter of time.
2: I, I have a question, If at 13... Jalen Carter's
1: there, hundred percent. He's one hundred percent. He's too good, man. It like I that on tape, like there are not many blue chip players in this class. I think two, uh, and then I also think Christian Gonzalez is brilliant. But there's Anderson and Carter, brilliant. If we get one of those at thirteen, it's like Laramie Tunson falling to thirteen. Um, back in the day, you just got to take that elite talent and just deal with the off field stuff. Like, if, if, and if you can't, like. Who are you as managers of men, you know yeah. uh, but he, he's overweight. he's not a he's not a problem he's a, he's a he's a he's a he's made some stupid decisions as a you know basically a late teenager who didn't um depending on what he actually did by the way, like he might have done something really bad I'm not aware of. Um, but his talent is just so good that if you can't get the best out of him, then what are we doing? Perry Claire Campbell. Put him under his wing. I I just think that considering how bad
2: of a run up to the draft he's had, he really could be one of those fans that just, just falls and falls and falls. Like I I think a few a Martin are gonna have taken him off their board quite quickly. Do you take him in
1: the do you take him in the low twenties with your two seconds? The Seahawks would take him for five is my prediction. Thirteen. He's there thirteen hundred percent on I'd say. Although you could get another light. Polite.
0: Which, um, no. I was I was so ecstatic when I was like, Oh look, he's to and then the fact that he, I don't even think he made out training cam. The fact that it wasn't Joe Douglas at the time, was it? was the president. The fact that he cut him before the season even started, that's when you know there was he was there was issues there left put it that way yeah
1: yeah, we kind of drafted him and then uh joe douglas cut him it was one of the first things that joe douglas did
0: Right, okay but not making it more sense now actually
1: yeah (laughs) i was so happy when we took the light. i didn't with the top 20 pair in that club
0: yeah
1: i've been i've been contemplating i do agree i think you should only really move up and
3: go and get someone if they are that blue chip totally like you just you just know you just know it, and it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, there are some reckless teams out there. We're not necessarily been too reckless. I also think we've completely, you know, we've completely done over some teams, haven't we? We've I mean, we've got those two picks of Jamal Adams, those two first round picks. I think mean, you know, that was a, that was a masterstroke. But I would, I would say I would like to see offensive tackle at thirteen, the best. If if we like one of the, two, isn't there three of them that many really really good? Jones, can't remember the other
1: two. You brought me on to um the other another another reason why trading down's a good idea. We call trading Jamaian Adams for two firsts a master stroke. But if we moved down from six when we had Adams for an extra first, you'd have got those it's the same two first round picks, right? And we wouldn't at the time we wouldn't have thought that's anything special. But the second they're a player and you realise, oh a safety's not worth this high number six in the draft. You want to get down, get as low as you can and collect those draft picks.
0: That makes sense. Um, what if, let's say, all the offensive tackle are off the board by 30, and in a cruel twist in Rob World, we're not allowed to trade <laughs> down. Nobody <laughs> wants to phone <laughs> us. Um, it's banned forever, just to spite him, silly. Um Where do we go? Like, what? I know best player available. I think that's the obvious answer. In terms of position and who possibly could be down there, because I know we talk about the draft every single year, and then on the night it turns up completely different. So it's almost a futile conversation. But is there any other position or any other player that could be down there in the middle of the pack where you'd want to go to forty in there?
3: I don't think we need. I don't think we need it. But I don't. I, don't, I honestly, I don't know it well enough. But like and I can't see us, I wouldn't want us to. We're Robinson. take BJ Robinson I wouldn't want us to, but because we've got Bruce Hall, obviously. But if you didn't have Bruce Hall thirteen, he was there, would you go for it? I mean, probably is he that good? He's meant to be generationally good. But someone will go for him mid mid first, mid play first, but I can't see us doing it. So I that's not the question. I
0: have them there see the bit i don't know just screamed, but then i thought we thought it would be a build vibe, I think. No, no. you just give him our german car if he falls you just give me build vibes. sorry go on you know i'm no. gonna a, bit of, a bit of tangent there
3: we're set at wide receiver we're you know we're pretty much set at running back you have thought well they'd be excited wouldn't it it'd be like oh, what's, what, what they got the plan but he, i think i think if you don't if the player you want isn't there i think you do have to trade down
0: it's oh, not a
2: Stop! I've <laughs> so... oh, it. A... <laughs> I think if we don't pick up OBJ, Jackson Smith and G would be great. Um, be, that would
3: be an incredible pair of Garrett Wilson. Like,
2: oh,
1: I've
3: got out of this world. But I've got the second pick in our dynasty draft, and I've already got Garrett Wilson. I don't know if I can have both of them. And the, the top yeah. the guy picking number one's already said he's going to go Robinson. So. <sighs> Do I want... Would I want... Would I want a net plus?
1: Difficult. But, yeah, I do agree. I do agree. I, I think you do what Dar- Daniel Jeremiah did in his latest mob draft. he take Nolan Smith. That's why... That speed around the edge, in our wide nine. I mean, that that's probably what I would do if I couldn't move back and I'm not allowed to take an offensive tackle. Uh, I, I think he's great, Nolan Smith. Like clearly an elite leader. He doesn't from what I've seen um, he doesn't have a great set of pass rush moves but I, I hope we can teach that um, because that speed is ridiculous coming around the edge. Uh, I think he'd be a really good fit for the Salah's scheme. That's like just it. 40 time. It's like a 4-3 something. <laughs> like it was 4-3 oh, It was redonkulous. Let me uh, oh, I don't know was an uh, is an edge Yeah, Is he like 6.5 uh, or something? 4.39. Yeah, 4.39. Nolan Smith. Absolutely outrageous. crazy. <laughs>
4: <for me. laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elijah Moore, I think. Reese Hall did about a 4.3 as well.
1: My Thank God. Yeah, exactly. Coming off the wide nine as Salah loves to run It's just. I wouldn't mind just over the tackles. Um, but I get that tackle is just so
4: necessary for us. that Yeah. If I could just go off on a tangent, now that you mentioned tackle, how do we feel about Becton? I really want it to do well. <laughs> yeah. For the, for the bloke, 100%. But... He looks great. Like he looked on such a good Nick. God, he's
1: proper remade his body. Like he must have he must have spent so many hours. Check his body is a completely different body. It's nuts. Yeah. So like all credits to the guy.
2: And the yeah. one thing like, I think that a lot of people are is how good he wasn't. his
3: recently. We all thought we were
2: set, and then like two see two back to back seasons of end like injury like ending seasons, which is brutal. And it's like, like if he. If he goes down again this year, like that's it. Like, I don't see him recovering. I really, really hope it works because he'd be so good for us as well to have him back. Like how he was playing, but you'd like to think the way Edson said as he's transformed his body. Like, I'd imagine a lot of his injuries were down to the fact that he was just so big. You'd like yeah. to hope that this helps that, but yeah. it's scary. But it's I think I am
3: really hope it works. Yeah, and I think that the 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 successful teams have, I say so the Eagles. You know, the Eagles have such a cracking offensive line. You know, and I think that, I and mean, that's why even even if Becton's completely match fit, I just want us to get the best possible offensive line because I think that's what will set us up for to be relevant for ten years. Because if we do have to draft so a quarterback in three years' time, and and it's, you know, we'll we we do not want them to be like Donald and just
4: on the floor all the time. Oh, Donald, Chris, I'm just rooting for Beckton so hard. Like, I mean, the amount of work, the injuries, you know, the way he started off that first season, you know, just um, yeah, and like you said, to to go from that first season, then the disappointment of that those next two seasons with those injuries. Oh my God, just I really hope he comes out and dominates this year. What a son.
0: I understand the skepticism behind his reliability, obviously, naturally, and it's still a position of need, regardless of whether he's brilliant or not. Um, but that'd be such a good story. Like it would be hard him and Grease Hall, just kind of, you know, ripping it up would be, would be very, heartwarming. <laughs> and very wholesome. but you know, it's, it's a business. I suppose at the end of the day, and I understand why, um, you know, the need to, we haven't got time anymore, um, build around Aaron Rodgers and I do think Beckton will be a part of that building. I just hope he can just be as well, even better than it's looking And I think every Jets fan does, to be honest, um, they'd be a big help as well. Um, but I'm glad that nobody, and this might be controversial, has said draft the center at 13. I hate that. <laughs> I am um, I'm not the biggest fan of that. I understand why. I understand the reason behind it. Very much the man-gold effect, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, would you draft? I mean, you could completely disagree. Would you draft a centre that high? Not going to draft one at all.
1: Always. Oh, if if it was Linda Bar from last year, I would consider it. This very, very, very good point. You
3: trade down for that, don't you? you? Trade down for the center. I can't remember the name. I want to say Smith. Smith. Michael
0: Smith. Storm Michael. Yeah. yeah,
3: I saw that yeah.
0: there.
3: Back. Yeah, totally. I don't know where that'll be. You know, 20, twenty, twenty, twenty-five. You trade down. You have another. You have three second-round picks. Lift the dream. Yeah. See, I, I think
2: if the centre's is good enough, you take them that high. Like I think a lot of people don't. We recognize how important the center is to the O-line. Like they are kind of the, the quarterback's best friend. They are the, the brains of that O-line. They really need to be able to identify everything. And like we really took for granted how lucky we were with Nick Mangold and like that constant reliable center. And although having like an average center doesn't impact you that much, I think having a good center probably impacts the rest of the O-line so much. It's one of those positions that I think is just so underrated. Like, I think it annoys me how little people pay attention to that center position. And like, I get it. The the, the offensive tackle is the guy that protects the blind side and whatnot. But the the the, the center is the brain. Like, but it's the it's the core. And I'd happily take. I don't think I don't think Schmitz is good enough to take a thirteen, but trade down, take him in the twenties, hundred percent, all over that.
0: Would Rogers play behind a rookie centre, do you think? I mean if they're good in- I mean if they're good enough, they're old enough, but he's he, he's clearly got his preferences, I think. I think we've definitely seen that in the agency. Um but yeah, do you think he'd be, be- like do you think he'd want to do that? Because I know I cannot remember the forty nine nine cent angle we were in for him. I think he um I think Rogers somewhere was involved in that and he decided to stay in the fan from which is fine, I totally get that. Um yeah, it's just that like, do you think again, the a lot of our strategy will be dictated by Rogers for better or for worth? Like, do you think that's a position he would want to play behind? I think
3: if he's good enough. I think it's that sort of it's good enough. I mean <laughs> but uh, I generally in our whole I don't watch college tape 24-7, so I don't really, and I would probably know what I was looking at, but uh, sort of, so a lot of it is like sort of media hype, and in the bar I remember being talked about, I don't think there's that high level player is, there, is, is in centre this this year Um. so but uh, I imagine we'll get, I imagine we'll, we'll draft someone in the second round, or centre in the second round or something, unless the situation arises where you, we trade down and get the best center available, and we'll probably have a veteran center. Sorry, and see. Yeah,
2: uh, I think going back to your question there is a very real risk that Rodgers will want to play behind a rookie center, and I think it's as I was saying, like the center is so crucial to the to the quarterback that Rodgers is probably going to be quite particular. That does make me think: Is there one that we can get? outside of the draft though like ben jans yeah but other than that like yeah. i don't see us trading for a center
3: so this is this is where and then you can rob can get annoyed a bit again but this is where i kind of feel like they know what they're doing a bit of that i so i kind of i kind of trust that they know what they're doing with that sort of position based on what information on you just, your line no 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 now they're just kind of just a gut feeling that i would kind of tra- just just trust. Well, they pleased me last year, you know, I was quite pleased. The
1: offensive yeah. line pleased you last year. No, no the, the moves they made last year, okay. Okay. but not on the offensive line, surely. Well, they, I like Vera Tucker. Well, Thought that was a good move. He
3: seems a good Max Mitchell. Seemed like he could be reasonably good. But so I don't. I trust that they're not going to go in with sort of like all of a sudden we've got no centre at all of any note. I think they will make a move for it. that's what I mean by trust. I think they will go for a move. Might fall through, as in they'd bust their knee first game type thing, but that's just the way it seems to go with our offensive line they injured it. And I think I'd add here on the offensive
2: line is everybody has been so dramatic about how bad the Jets offensive line. I think we need to take some, some perspective of how badly beaten off they were last year. Like not many teams go through like five different tackles and Bringing in players that are then getting injured, and bringing in other players that they're getting injured. And your yeah, rookie that looks pretty good has got some some pretty serious season-ending injury. Like, we were very unlucky on that O-line last year. And I think this, the starting O-line was very good, or at least good. The, the backup O-line was, was pretty good. Like, yeah. having Dwayne Brown as a backup tackle and uh, bringing in some of the guys they did. Yeah. When you're so you starting third and fourth string,
3: players i think you've got to give a bit of their perspective there, like and that's what i mean they seem to have actually it wasn't that bad but it, it wasn't that bad they've also interestingly got the players you can block haven't they i mean, Naz is meant, meant to be able to block isn't it and which i think is important
4: but i can see that you know, that's like ridiculous levels last year with people kind of saying oh jd should have like you know as if Tackles, darting tackles, just like, you know, you can pick them up off the street and stuff. It was insane. You know, like, I mean, we were playing our right guard across the whole line. You know, I mean, like, ABT was just, you know, what, what, what more do they want Douglas to do? You know, um, I can maybe understand the, the point about Becton, and a little bit of doubt being around him and maybe, you know, looking to have a backup there. But throughout the season, you know, you're right. I, I thought it was you know things were sort of cobbled together and I thought the reaction was a bit over the top to be honest with you yeah
2: completely agree and I think ABT as well if he didn't go down injured he was like all pro without down, the, like playing that well across so many positions Incredible. like I'm so excited to have him back so excited that
4: game where like all goes off and then you literally share that abt's gone off as well like within the basic two minutes was like this cannot be happening oh.
2: I, I was um a funny story on that is i was in the states at that time and i was on a bus from boston to new york and i was like because i was on a bus for like five hours there's nothing i could do other than listen to twitter spaces and um there was the it was like the jets lounge and the reaction to that entire five hours when we found out that both Brees Hall and A V T were out was hilarious. And the fact that I was in the stage for some reason made it even funnier to me. Because like I was going to the Jets a couple of weeks later and I was like, right, that's it. Like season's over. <laughs> we're
3: done. I hope so if, You know, your playoffs. You're you're pretty much playoffs, I think those that didn't that doesn't happen. Anyway, a little bit of hindsight. But Brees, I think Brees could have how many more games do we need to win was it two or three? No. Third. Was two it two more three games? Please. How many more games do we need to win to have made the playoffs? I think it's two. Yeah, two. Oh, I mean, it's probably, you're getting a bit carried away there, aren't I? Getting a little bit carried away. But he seems special enough to potentially takes over. I mean, that game where we were, what was it? That game where we were first in goal on, like, the one-yard line and couldn't get it over. Again, the Vikings, was not it? You know. Oh, no. better outline, yeah. Bruce Hall. <laughs> you know, you've got you got rear attack. You've got Bruce Hall. You've got. You just expect, but anyway, it's kind of a bit, yeah, it's all not, not hindsight, you know, what ifs and stuff.
0: Just no, of, I, think you're, yeah, I, I think you've yeah, I think you've got nail on the head. I think last season was very much the season of what ifs. Um, very unfortunate because they're think right up until I mean the Patriots game, or where you know when I organized that meetup well when we organized that meet up in and, and it was up until that it was all optimism and sunshine and rainbows, and yeah um like Breeze Hall went down A went down but there was still stuff to play for and there was still grinding out wins and Wilson actually to that point when he said the world on fire no like he wasn't but he was still grinding out both we didn't like um still Fair minimum, I suppose, like in expectations, and then after the Patriots, it kind of all went a bit downhill. And like again, that pick um, against the Patriots at home, like it's a big what if. That, that is the ultimate what if moment, I think.
1: Um, that bar- that party that we all had watching that Patriots game was just, oh my word, just
4: something else. <laughs> oh, sorry, was this a, was this a Patriots game in Foxborough? The 10-6? Or... Yeah. It was that <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. I went south <laughs> to the north to watch two
1: inches of play, I'm pretty sure. a yeah. lot. Uh,
4: yeah. And
2: what's hilarious about all of the meetups last year is every single UK meetup was coinciding with a loss. Yeah. There was not like a single meetup last year yeah. that we won. And I'm just going to say here because I know there's at least two Irishmen on the call and I'm sat here in Beckel, <laughs> The first meetup we're doing this year hopefully is in Dublin and I really hope the fathers and I
4: will break that curse. Because I can't... You know, sit through another you loss. You know, the left of the Irish. Better. Jorina, yeah. We're going to be at, at Rogers behind centre anyway. So, you know, it's definitely going to be a win. I hope. Better.
0: better, better, better. That'll be great. That'd be great, though, because we're definitely doing Ireland, so nice. That'd be fun. It can be, can't be much more depressing than Leeds. Like, the thought day was nice. The venue was nice. But, yeah. I mean, I know it was up north, and I know Bob took offence to it being, you know, above, like, Watford. <laughs> um, but uh, it was just very unfortunate last year. Very, very unfortunate. I think you saw the, the Patriots game at home, Seb. Is that the game yep. you went to? Yeah. At least I at least I saw a win over the Bears. Yeah. that's the low but
2: I managed to uh manage to see the pick six that completely derailed our season live and I can say that when you're amongst eighty thousand fans, uh, oh. celebrating a pick six and then when that is reversed and watching the team completely fall apart. It's quite sad. <laughs>
4: Oh, that
1: was brutal as
2: well.
4: That, that was yeah. so painful. We've lived through some stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was just last season.
4: Yeah, it's amazing
2: we're all still here.